Hey, I'm Father Mark Mary with the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, and this is Ascension Presents. Let's talk about a discernment of spirits after a fall into sin. And I'd like to do that looking at the parable of the prodigal son kind of as a backdrop, and then seeing how this has played out in the history of the lives of Judas and Peter. Now, obviously, obviously, step one, battle one, is not to fall into sin, right? What we're trying to do, <laughs> like, uh, step one is to not be like the prodigal son, right? To not take your inheritance, to take all of the good things God has given you, and to use them for sin and loose living, and to go off into exile, and to end up around the pig food, right? Step one is that. Discernment of spirit, number one, is discern not to sin, and discerning God's will. However, if we do unfortunately fall into sin, um, another battle and a great battle with great consequences is going to take place. And I would like to take a look at discerning the spirits around this battle. And first of all, let's take a look at the strategy and the movement of the evil spirit, um, the demonic spirit, the devil and his other fallen angels. And yes, I know people don't really like to hear it, but it's just a fact. It's true. There is a devil, there are fallen angels, and they are trying to lead you into despair. If you don't like that, go ahead and click that thumbs down, but whatever. It's true. And look at the world. Look at the world. There's plenty of evidence for the devil and his work in the world. Um, so here's a couple names, right? A couple names of the enemy are um, the tempter, uh, the prince of lies, and, and the accuser. And all of these are revealed in his actions upon the sinner. So if you find yourself like the prodigal son in this, in this place of sin, and you look around you and you see the ugly consequences of your sin, you look inside of you and you see the ugly capability, capacity that you have for sin, here is what the evil spirit is going to do. Number one, you'll probably experience this temptation. Well, you've already done X, Y, or Z. You might, as well, you might as well sin some more, right? You already got to go to confession for whatever it is. Like, you might as well just do whatever the heck you want, right? Like, that's definitely part of the tempter, part of the, the evil spirit. Like, you screwed up a little bit, you might as well go all in. That's temptation. And that's only going to lead to more pain, more sadness. Uh, and that's a temptation and a lie that we need to reject. But secondly, the deceiver and the accuser is going to do this. He's going to say, like, look at your sin. Look at the mess you have created. The movement of, of Satan is basically going to be to idolize your sin, to give it God-like characteristics, to give it omnipotence, right? Like, look at the vastness of your sin. It can never be forgiven. Or look at the length of your history. It can never be changed. But my brothers and sisters, there is only one God, and He is not the work of human hands. The accuser is going to say to you, the mess you have made is too big to be fixed. The length of your falls are too long to have any change, but that's a lie. But that's a lie, and that's a temptation to despair and to ultimate defeat. And we see this very clearly in the life of Judas. Judas commits a great, a great sin in betraying um, his Lord and our Lord. But he feels 
the weight of his sin. He, he sees the mess. He looks without and sees the consequences of his betrayal in the life of Jesus. He looks within and sees the emptiness, the darkness, the sadness caused by his own sin. But that's all he sees are the consequences of his sin and the darkness. And he gives in to that discouragement and ultimately despair and takes his own life. But he could have returned to our Lord, right? He could have returned uh, to the divine Savior, the divine physician, the divine healer. Um, but he gave into the darkness. So now let's look at the movement of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, the promise of the Father. And again, we go back to the parable of the prodigal son where he's around that pig trough. And you see the Holy Spirit convicts him of the ugliness of his sin, right? And that is a true, that, and that is part of it. It is a work of the Spirit to convict us of sin. That's important. He remains the Spirit of truth. But he also reminds us, you have a Father. And the Father is good. And the Father wants to welcome you back. He reminds us of the promise of the Father, the promise of the best of fathers. He reveals to us not only the ugliness of our sin, but the goodness of our God. And although his, his contrition is imperfect, the prodigal son has enough hope, is given enough hope to return to his father's house. And we know how the story unfolds from there. Now let's look at the life of Peter. Peter, he denies his Lord and Savior as well. And he denies him three times and he denies him when he needed Peter the most. Peter recognizes afterwards the ugliness of what he's done, the depths to which he has fallen. But Peter remembers the goodness of God. And we see this so beautifully and so clearly in Luke's gospel. The apostles are out fishing. They fish all night. They catch nothing. Jesus appears to them from the shore. He says, all right, let's do it again. Cast your nets over to the other side. They pull in 153 fish. And John, right? John whispers to Peter, it's the Lord. And so Peter immediately, he takes off his clothes, he jumps in the water and he swims and he hurries back to Jesus. And he's reconciled to the Lord and he submits human failure to divine mercy. And he becomes one of the great apostles and saints and pillars of the church. My brothers and sisters, we want to resist sin. That's the first battle. Absolutely, 100%. But if we do fall, we do not give in to despair and follow in the footsteps of Judas. But like Peter, we allow the Holy Spirit to convict us of sin, but also to remind us of the promise of the Father, the goodness of God, that light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not, will not, cannot overcome it, because only the light is divine. There's a reason we call it divine mercy, my brothers and sisters. You're in, you're in the state of sin. You're feeling the heaviness of your sin, its consequences in the world. You're feeling the heaviness of your history and it's tempting you to discouragement or despair. Deny that lie. Cast out that lie. Remember the truth um, is that you have a father who can forgive any sin, a father who loves you, who wants you back. With the grace of the Holy Spirit, beg his help and return to your father's house. We thank you for watching. We'll see you again next week. Remember, we are pilgrims. Somos peregrinos. Poco a poco, little by little. Vamos a llegar. We're going to make it. God bless y'all.